Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 173 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook Live, as well as on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD. But as always, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com. And while you're there, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading them. I actually shared it this morning for my Monday motivation because you guys are the best podcast listeners out there. So please continue to five-star rate and review. Did a bonus episode last week. If you want to hear that, you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Become a Patreon member, and you'll have that bonus episode as well as the archive of all the past bonus episodes. There won't be one this week. Next week, there will be another bonus episode. You can get two this month. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash podcast. Built Bar is coming out with crazy sales. Uh, I think tomorrow they're dropping another white chocolate flavor. You can get that at BuiltBar.com and use code WWBROPODCAST and save yourself 10%. While you're in the buying mood, head over to Sailaway Coffee. Use code WWBRO10, SailawayCoffee.com, the best nitro brew out there. And yes, again, save 10% with code WWBRO10. Um, we're going to get right to the episode because I'm really excited about today's guest. Somebody I've been following for a while, one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. Welcome, Biz, to the WWO podcast. Thank you so much for being on today. I'm so excited to be here. Are you really, though? Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> I like, know, I'm just last summer. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like, right? You threw it out there the other day, and you're like, I, I, like, you didn't have a guest for it. I was like, I'll do it. And then. <laughs> Just jumped on. Yeah, so it was just um, a guest had moved to uh, June. They they couldn't do it this Friday, this Monday. So I'm like, oh, I have an open. And I didn't think he was going to be like, oh, okay, I'll do it. I was actually shocked, but happy. <laughs> um, you know, you are one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. I'm not just saying that. You can follow Biz at My Busy Kitchen if you're not following Biz already. And I, I'm, I am sorry to say I still haven't tried the pizza dough. Oh my God. I'm going to have to mail you some. I will mail you some. It'll rise on the way from Chicago to New York in the box. (laughs) Here's what you're going to find. I'm a procrastinator by nature. So I, I, yeah, I know that about you. (laughs) Eventually I will definitely try this. I mean, I was going to do it like the simplest recipe you could ever make. You need a bowl of fork and five ingredients. And one of those ingredients is water. (laughs) I I have some right here. Okay. So now you need four. Four ingredients. <laughs> you know what it is? The, the more you say, the more simpler it is. I think it's, it's now pushing me further away from actually – I need – because it's like, oh, it's that simple? Okay, yeah, I have plenty of time to do it. You know, it, it changed your life. It is so. It does so many things. You what else? Bagels, is- you can make English muffins. You can make dumplings for chicken and dumplings. It's so many things. I can make chicken and dumplings? Yes. Okay. Do you want to see how you can make chicken yes. and dumplings? Let me grab my – Hold on. Biz, this is like a, Biz is getting a recipe on the fly. Everybody's yeah, like trying. Er- my cookbook. Everybody's like try the dough. Don't be ridiculous. Every, everybody's yeah, mad at me on Instagram. Every time somebody like <laughs> says they have like it's been on their list of things to make, and I was like, it's not hard at all. It really is on my my list of things to make. I, I've been wanting to make it for a while because I've made like the regular. I guess the one that goes around the um, the two ingredient dough. The two ingredient dough one, and I hate that because it's so sticky. It never. Gross. I make them. It's all. It gets all over me. Like I. I don't. That's why I did this recipe because I had so much yogurt on my hands making that, right? and it was just like 
then I was adding like up towards like a cup, a cup and a half of flour to make it even that I could even roll it out. Yep. I was like, what, what am I doing here? Why, why aren't we adding yeast? I worked in a restaurant. We made pizzas all the time. I looked like um, Scarface when I was done. There was I was white powder all over my face and my shirt. Can you see that? I see that. And that's your that's your cookbook that's out now, right? Yeah, it's been out since um December. And where could they find that? Um, if you just go to gumroad.com backslash my busy kitchen, you'll find it. It's a it's not spiral bound. I sold out of those in like a minute last okay. December. So it's a it's a, e- a downloadable ebook. Which I think, you know, I think that's where everybody's going nowadays is the... Uh... Yeah, you know, and uh, I felt bad because I, I did a lottery when it first came out for people to, for a chance to buy it. Okay. And so the first um, 300 people got it. And then I had 4,500 emails. 4,500 so, emails? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you're like, are, are you ever going to... And the problem is, is I, I'm self-hosted it. So yeah. for me to... I couldn't find anybody who would print on demand for such a small production. Um, I'm almost close to getting it put on Kindle, but because I'm doing everything myself, I can't figure out how to put the cover on the Kindle thing to get me to the next step. So hopefully my brother will help me with that. Um, He's an executive at Apple. And I was like, what do you mean your job's more important than helping me (laughs) put my book on Kindle? Like what? Seriously. (laughs) I mean, so you, you did this all yourself from start to finish. Yeah. So my, uh, my daughter helped me with the, um, it's super, I mean, it seems simple enough, but so once we figured out all the recipes and stuff, I took, wrote all the recipes, did all the photography. Uh, one of my followers, uh, Amy, um, uh, offered to proof it for me. Okay. And, uh, I eventually paid her because she's like, don't want any money. I was like, I'm giving you money. This was like a big project. And she did an amazing job. Um, and then once she got that back, my daughter helped me put it in. So, uh, that's why my daughter's name, Hannah is on, on there too. Cause she's, uh, I call her my creative director. So she was able to put all the photos and all the recipes and make it all look, and it was just done on Canva. And then we downloaded a, um, recipe, um, template from Etsy that we liked okay. for like 25 bucks. And how long did this whole process take from, from start to finish? We were in her uh, her uh, townhouse pool um, last April, or August fifteenth, and I just said, "We're like like just women." I said, "I was like, we're fucking doing it. That's what we're do- <laughs> we're doing it, you know." And so that's what we did. Um, and it turns out my daughter swears too a little bit. I don't know where she got that from, but that's okay. Um, I was raised by a woman who sweared a lot, so okay, good. I'm, I'm All right, your yeah. mom and I were, were kindred spirits then. Um, <laughs> but then, um, and so once here's how my daughter. She's type A. I'm so not type A, so, um, which is kind of like, are we really related? Uh, I don't even know, but she <laughs> kept me in check. So like we met every two weeks. So we would have like, I say by this two weeks from now, we'll have these 10 recipes, all the photo, everything edited. And then she would able to be start putting that in. So, um, from August 15th, and then we finally got the proof. So like by like November 10th, it was done. Wow. Yeah, that's fast. So, and I was still had my full time job then. So you, uh, you, so you're just cooking these recipes and taking pictures as you're doing it, setting it up, like or you... yeah. Mm-hmm. So like on the weekends, I would do anywhere from like six to eight recipes in a weekend. Wow, that's crazy. And but actually, the pandemic helped because 
I no longer had my three hour commute. So I was okay. able to like, as soon as four 30, you know, as soon as that ended, I had daylight. So I was able to do some recipes during the week, but yeah, it was, it was like a, a churn and burn kind of thing. And anybody who travels on, uh, on Long Island to New York knows that three hour commute. Cause it's, it's insane. I mean, I just for, for gigs, when I, when I leave Long Island to go anywhere, it's at least an hour and a half to two hours just to get to the bridge. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. And that's, I mean, there's no, and if something happens to the train, that's my only transportation to get, I mean, unless I want to get an Uber, like one time's a, for some reason, my train line is called the suicide line because it goes <laughs> the longest without stopping. And it goes up to like 70 miles an hour and you could walk across the tracks from anywhere. There's no, there's no gates or really or fences or anything. Yep. I could, I could walk like right now and walk on the track right now. So um, if you walk out on there, the train cannot stop for even if he sees you, it won't stop in time. So and there'll be times where I like on my way to work and it's like the train's stopped because it hit a pedestrian. They have to do the police investigation. And one day my boss had needed something. He's like, you got to come in. And I was like, I was like, I'm not driving like that would even take longer. And so I ended up taking an Uber and it cost me one hundred and five dollars. And then the firm didn't want to reimburse me because then they're like, well, it wasn't our fault that you couldn't, public transportation couldn't get you to work. Well, it's no one's fault. (laughs) I know, like, what the hell, you know? And so that was probably the thing that said, you just get get rid of that job, but just get rid of it. It's fine. And you do, you you got the book now going, which, which, you know, I remember like when, um, I used to work at a supermarket around here called King Cullen. And every once in a while we had to make things for the, the brochure, the catering brochure. Okay. And I don't know if this was the same. We would like make the stuff and then like we they'd bring in these like cameras with the, the lamps and it would get dried out and we would just spraying it with Pam. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the, at the end of the day, the food was absolutely disgusting. Like you didn't want to like touch it. Like because I was first yeah. thought like, oh, my God, I'm going to want to eat everything. But like at like the first hour when like it started drying out and they just took Pam and sprayed it over it. I was like. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I don't want to eat this. I don't have to go that, to that length because usually I'm in a controlled setting and stuff like this. Yeah. But I just did a campaign uh, a couple weeks ago where I thought everything was fine. They and then I had the packaging was wrong. Like the, I needed the seven ounce package, not the six ounce. So and I had to show the picture in in the um, photograph. Luckily, and I, mostly my neighbors get since I live by myself. My neighbors get most of the food I eat. I just text Charlie, the, the 13 year old, he comes to my back door. I just give them the food. So I, it, I made, it made a lot of, oh, so your neighbors better. like won the lottery as far as food. I goes. know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave most of it to my neighbors. And for some reason I, I, th- I thought to myself, just hang on to a, just some, yeah. you know, just in case. And sure enough, I had to drive like 18 miles to find this right product. Doesn't matter. So I came back. Well, I, the boat, the picture I had before was like this big giant, bowl of pasta salad i didn't have enough so literally the photograph um and i'll send you a picture when it's done is 90 percent foil <laughs> balled up and and bottom of the of the and then i just mounded what pasta salad i had left and it, it worked fine but other than that i was gonna have it to start all over again so i was like oh my god i get it we <laughs> had to do that like in the case sometimes we were running low on something but we had to make the case look nice we just put stuff underneath it and like put it over or you know and you, yeah, the guy would go put the the spoon into it and like immediately hit like the whatever was, and like the customer like wait there's none left. I'm like how old like how old is that? I'm like it's pretty old. I mean, if you want to eat it? <laughs> yeah, if, if I'm being honest, yeah. <laughs> if being honest, I mean it's we've had to prop it up for you, so it just tells you how you know we're making yeah. fresh. It'll be out eventually, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, no worries. 
So I, I read on your website, you've been food blogging since 2008. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that start? Um, well, I always liked cooking. I wasn't a very good cook. Um, my daughter and I, I was a single mom before I met my husband and she and I just ate the same things over and over again. Wait, Pizza. you said you weren't a good cook at one point? Yeah. I cannot, no, I, believe, start, I can't believe that. There's I, I no way I can believe that. I didn't start cooking, cooking until I was like 32. Really? And I, yeah. So my daughter was eight. I was newly married and I was like, he's like, my late husband said, who do you, you know, does your daughter eat anything? I'm like, yeah, she eats anything. Well, we only ate five things. We had tacos, <laughs> pizza, you know, whatever. And so then, and I ate no vegetables at all. Um, growing up, I had cucumbers and carrots. That's all I ate. And then didn't find out till much later. My husband took me to a steakhouse. I had, everything was a la carte. And he's like, do you want to split the asparagus? And I was like, no, I'm like, I don't eat vegetables. And he's like, just get it. And I was like, oh my God, came to the table and it was like bright green. And I was like, is it raw? Like what did they not cook it? <laughs> and I tasted and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I think that either the food I grew up with, my mom is either canned vegetables. Yeah. If I had canned asparagus, that's nasty ass. It's so salty. It's just, it's just like, in that, it's that dark that water. green, it's nothing. Ugh. And, um, green beans and stuff like that, which is fine. But then once I figured out, I was like, oh my God, maybe I like more stuff. So I was also a picky eater. Um, okay. growing up just cause, well, I, I just assumed that I didn't like things. And then finally I was like, if I'm going to make my daughter eat stuff, I have to eat it too. Um, she's still a little bit picky eater. I've gotten a lot better. I'm, I'm a very picky eater. We actually got into this, oh, the same argument we get into every time we order food. Um, my nephew Rocco wanted dumplings for his, for his, his birthday dinner. So we ordered uh, from the Chinese place and I don't like seafood. Everybody in my family loves seafood. Oh my gosh. And my father tells me I've eaten shrimp many times because he tricks me into eating it. Like we went to hibachi uh, for my ne- my nephew Lucas's uh, kindergarten graduation and they ordered shrimp dumpling. I didn't know it was shrimp shumai. And I said to my oh, yeah. dad, I go, is this, is this pork? He goes, yeah. And I ate it. I, I don't know. He tricked me into eating it. So he's like, you, you love shrimp. I, go, I don't like it. I don't, I just... I'm tricked into eating it. I, my mind is, you know, different thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, if I know I'm eating, I don't do it. So I was picking it. They got pork and shrimp shumai. I was picking the shrimp out of it. Oh, and I was giving it God. to my nephew, Lucas. And they're like, just eat it. Like, you've eaten it before. I'm like, I'm like, well, he likes it. Yeah, I'm just helping out. I'm but it's the whole th- it's the whole thing. I can't believe you don't like it. Why don't you try it? And I'm like, I just, not my it's thing. Mean onions, yeah. There's not a, one onion in any single recipe I have in my blog or on Instagram or anything. And I was like, where's the, where's the onions? I was like, <laughs> they're never going to be in there. So you don't have and any I, onions in your recipes at all? No, not one. And I That's told so my funny. daughter growing up when she was little, I was like, yeah, we don't like onions. And so she was like, okay. And then when she was 12, she went to a birthday party sleepover. They ordered a veggie pizza mm-hmm. and it was chock full of onions on it, but she was really nice. And she's like, I wasn't going to complain. She ate it, loved it. I picked her up the next day and she's like, mom, onions are amazing. And I was like, God damn, I've lost her. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone so to the she, dark side. Yeah. So now, I mean, she's, she's 29 and, um, uh, she'll just saute onions just to, you know, caramelize onions just to eat yeah. out of the pan. I was like, well, and that's not, still not your thing. So, Can't do it. I get that. Yeah. And they're like, have you tried Vidalia onions? Have you tried this? I was like, yeah, it's the whole, whole onion family. That is no, thank you. So (laughs) there's people on Instagram wondering why they can't see biz on the Instagram live. Uh, It's because on Instagram live, you won't see biz. I will post the whole podcast afterwards. So you'll see the video 
your people want you biz. I, I'm, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just letting them know that they will be able to see you uh, once the podcast is over. I will post okay, the full yeah. video. Um, so you, this, this famous, I like going back to this famous pizza dough. Did you always make the pizza dough this way or was it your take on? No, I, well, I mean, I had made pizza in the past, but mm-hmm. it was like getting uh, recipes from wherever, you know, it didn't really matter, but it was just basing the Weight Watcher two ingredient yeah. dough and making it better and making it at the same points. Cause that was a thing. It has to be the gold medal flour, the self-rising flour is yeah. a point less than half a cup. And then people will say, oh, my dough is only like um, 21 ounces. Should I count it like 1.2 ounces? I was like, oh, my God, don't overthink it. You know, it's it's okay. Just eat it. (laughs) It's going to be fine. And that's a fact that I love is that I mean, it's in December it will be four years old already. And so many people have reached out to me and said, if it wasn't for your dough, I would have quit Weight Watchers a long time ago because it was like something they could look forward to on Friday nights or having pizza night with their family and not feeling like they were like just totally indulging. I mean, yeah, you could make it a million points if you want to add three cups of cheese on top and and stuff like that. (laughs) But the fact that you can have something that tastes normal, it doesn't taste diet. Like even the only reason I kept the Greek yogurt in there is I'm diabetic, so I like having the extra protein in there so okay. I don't have as much of an insulin spike. But um, And you can't taste it, you know? So even people was like, my husband didn't, didn't know there was Greek yogurt in it, and he ate it, you know? It's just, I don't know, it just tastes like normal pizza. Yeah, you don't taste, I mean, I've made the, the two-ingredient one, and you don't, I don't taste it either. I mean, and I've gotten used to um, Greek yogurt now that, you know, I've been doing WW for four years, but it is true, like, you make that, you make something that, remind you of something you had or it's kind of like something you used to have you know it doesn't i think the mind will play a trick on you like like if you have it like i think those memories come back and it it doesn't you don't crave it as much like because yeah friday night is like pizza night and a lot of families like it was the thing you grab pizza on the way home um or it's like that one one night a week where like you know somebody's working late you grab we had it like once a week once you know at least once a week i would have pizza um Especially in high school, we go out to to eat it at lunch. So I, you know, it was a I didn't have pizza on WW like any kind of pizza for like almost two years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because it was like I wasn't gonna waste points on it because especially New York pizza, if you weigh it, even though I go, oh, yeah. it's like a gajillion points. Yeah, it's like I was like, oh, it's it's like it says seven points on, on in the app. Like, yeah, put on a scale and like actually see how many ounces it is. <laughs> Yeah, you you can't go to the thing and like says people's like, oh, I had a chocolate chip cookie, and you find the one chocolate chip cookie that's like one point. And you're like, that that's the one I had. Yeah, that, the one. <laughs> it's, so it's a magic. It's a magic cookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything well, is one point. I mean, tracking's tracking, but like it's yeah. it, it's a good habit. But realistically, I I put everything on a scale. I'm I'm an insane person. I do too. Yeah, because it, it could be advantageous to you. You might think like you're putting something in, and you're like, oh, that's probably four ounces. You're like, oh, it's only two. You're like, sweet, I can add some more. Yeah, you know, I, and vice versa. But um, I was just about to say something about. I lost my train of thought. It's okay. It'll it ha- come back to it me. It happens to me all the time on the podcast. Yeah. As you listen to it, I, I don't have like, you know. So I was, yeah. I, that's crazy that cooking wasn't always a passion of yours. I I thought it was like, you know, I see people who cook like, you know, especially you look at your page. It looks like you've been cooking, like you studied forever. Well, I mean, it has been like 23 years since, since I first started cooking. So, I mean, I have some years um, after that, but um, yeah, it's just, and 
you just have to keep trying. And like, if even if people make my pizza and they're like, it doesn't turn out like yours, it doesn't look like yours. It's not circle. It's not stuff like that. And I was like, well, if somebody were to ask me to make a wedding cake and I've never made a wedding cake, it's not going to look like that. I've probably made a million pizzas in my life. So don't (laughs) give up. You know, I have um, videos on my YouTube channel showing you how to make it. Um, and it's like, just don't, don't give up. It's going to be okay. That's and the I, new I'm thing. Even you wedding can do cake. it, Anthony. I think I can, but I think the new thing now is going to be uh, your wedding cake. You got to make wedding cake now. That's the new thing. Because you, <laughs> you said you couldn't do it. So that's the next project. <laughs> that's my next project. That's the next I actually did. Uh, what Actually, I, I was thinking about it. One of the things that, um, given the gift of not having my day job and being able to schedule my day was doing like one of those nailed it, you know, yeah. do you ever see that show on TV where they have like something professional made some like we'll say wedding cake. And then people who are not very good cooks have to like try to make it. And they're given the instructions, but since they don't know how to cook, it always looks like ass when it's they're a done. Mess. Yeah. It's a whole and then they mess. like take off this cloche and they're like nailed it. And it just looks horrible. I'll have to send yeah. you a picture of somebody. One of them was a, a bust of Donald Trump. Oh, and hilarious. The, the, it just, it's hysterical. So maybe I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Like it does take a, I mean, to get it down, like as far as like what it looks like. And to me, like if you're making it for yourself, like it, just make it. And- no one cares. I know people send me pictures. that looks like the state of California. Fantastic. It's just still going to taste the same way. Yeah, It's going to be delicious. But you know what it is though? Everybody wants to post on Instagram. Everybody wants to, to, to get, you know, I do the same yeah. thing. Like, and I find myself doing that too. Like if I'm making something, I'm trying to plate it. And if I mess up, I'm like I can't post it now. I'm like, I get, I get mad at myself about it because it's not Instagram worthy. <laughs> no, especially if something like I'm like, okay, this is really good. People get it. You know, and I'm like, I'll just post it anyway. And most people don't care, but like, I'm like, oh, no, and I will tell you why they don't care is because when I started my blog in 2008, my food photography was so horrible. Like it's not even funny. And I just remember begging my husband for this one camera. It was like an Olympus. It was like a $110 camera, but it had a, a, a food setting. And I thought that that magically was going to have me produce like, like magazine worthy pictures. And when it didn't, I was so pissed. I was like, why isn't this working? I'm like, it says there's a food setting on here. But I also, for whatever reason, for many years, thought I had to be like super close up to the to the picture. So if, yeah. like I was doing pancakes, I want to make sure I had like that drop of syrup, like super <laughs> macro close. And I, when I got done, I was like, it's fucking mad. It's going to be on the cover of a magazine. And it's like, no girl, it's, it isn't, but people still were making my recipes back then. Um, but I actually, when I started it, it was actually mainly just, um, kind of like an online diary for lack of a better word. So I okay. really posted Monday through Friday, um, for 11 to your straight. And it was wow. my daily life, you know, and that recap of my day from the day before and how I looked at it is that, I thought my future grandkids, it would be interesting to, for them to read about my life from the age of 40 to whatever, because that's when I started it. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, Yeah. Um, but so far, my stepson and his wife don't want kids, and my daughter and her husband don't want kids. So I was like, all right, your dogs can't read, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe in the future, they'll make like a program, an app or something where the dogs can read it. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. it's, it's fine. But it actually, having the, the social, even before Instagram, um, when my husband was in and out of hospitals and stuff, and I would have to go to, you know, after work and, and be with him and stuff, but I was like the sleep whisperer. So as yeah. soon as I got there, he felt comfortable and fall asleep. So I would just be like stuck there, you know, and he always still had the remote. I was like, you can't even give me the remote. Why? No, <laughs> you know, why just, I, I would not it. want to give it up either. It's yeah. So I, 
people online became such an outlet for me um, when I, I couldn't see people or anything like that. And it was really a saving grace. And like one time he, he was hospitalized and the only room they had available was a um, in the kids wing. And yeah. he had um, a, an infection that he always had to have a private room. And so we had to be there for a night. And he saw there was a DVR player and he's like, can I watch movies? And the nurse was like, we have really shitty movies. You know, it's like we, like from Black Beauty, you know, from like the 50s and stuff. So I just put on my blog I, one day, I said, hey, my husband's in the hospital. I said, never even thought about donating like DVDs to the local children's hospital, you know, the, the, the hospital. So I was like, if you have grandkids or you have kids that don't watch anything, just if you want to just mail them to me. And then one of my followers said, um, how about we just do it from um, Amazon and we'll just ship new DVDs oh, to wow. you. Oh, wow. So like, new DVDs. Within two days, I had like, maybe three days, I had like 189 DVDs. So that's like a whole catalog. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, I know. It was. I had like five, uh, what was it? Um, Rainy with a Chance of Meatballs was one of them. <laughs> I just remember that title. And more came. So by the end, like within a couple of weeks, I had like over like 300 DVDs and I just took them back to the hospital. And she's like, where'd you get all these? I was like, people donated them. You know, <laughs> that was great. You know, so um, it, it, it's really been a, a great thing and i'm glad that i stuck with it so the blog was first so that was kind of like instagram before instagram in a way like you would go on there and you'd share everything what do you like better um now that you've done both do you like instagram better or do you prefer the, the blog more i do like instagram better because i think that like i said i don't think people read as much anymore like no. i used to like you know people have the memes so it's like you know you you see a recipe you like on instagram you go link in profile and then you have to read the story about how the grandma picked the strawberries for the strawberry pie, like all, and like, just give me the fucking recipe. That's all I want. So I have truncated that a little bit. Um, so, um, but my blog is really um, not very user-friendly. So I'm working with somebody to fix that, but there's categories now that are just going to be like life, you know, okay. like the one offset just to have people want to read about how, how something was um, back in the day. But um, yeah, I just, I think I like Instagram better just because, it's it's so instant, you know, and, yeah. then you can, um, and there is that personal connection like, you know, you could post a story, you could do a reel, um, you could do different things, you know, where it's almost like you're you're talking to the person. I know mm -hmm. we were talking before the show started about how, you know, they want everybody's doing reels and I see recipes now on TikTok even like, you know, the my ne my nephews are constantly watching TikTok and they're like, can you make that? And I'm trying to watch it in like 30 seconds having like, what do yeah. I put in this thing? And it's like, it's this, it's that, it's this. And all of a sudden, it's like, it comes out and it's like yeah. beautifully done. Go. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'd like I slow that. it down frame by frame. One thing I did it's make. It's hard enough. Oh, go ahead. I say one thing I did make is, um, it's very simple to make. I mean, if you make pancakes, uh, pancake cereal, they wanted. Oh, the little tiny, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Little tiny pancakes. And they thought it was the greatest thing because they saw it on TikTok and I, I had it for them. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's really hard to put a, a recipe in 30 seconds. I think some people have the one minute reel. I don't have that yet. Um, yeah. I, don't, I guess there's new, there's new, uh, formats coming out. People have been complaining actually some of them that like, you know, they've lost like followers and stuff like that, or they've lost like content, um, with the bug. So I'm glad I didn't get it first because that, that's usually what happens. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and that, that I don't understand what any of the numbers are in the algorithm or anything like that. And people sometimes ask me, like, how'd you get so many followers? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I think here's what I, I do think. I think that if 
the more people talk about you horizontally, the more you grow vertically. So yeah. as people started making uh, the skinny pizza dough, then tagging me and stuff like that. And then as people are like, oh, do you have a recipe for X, Y, Z? And because my blog was so old, I have, I, right now I have like 2,172 uncategorized recipes on my blog right Wait. now that have, yeah. <laughs> New recipes, like that's all like different yeah, and it's just uncategorized, so you don't know if it's beef, is it chicken, is it an appetizer, is it a dip? <laughs> I don't even know because I didn't know what I was doing back then because it wasn't meant to be monetized. You no, know, I never it was... really looked at it that way. And so a lot of the – at least an hour a day I spend just fixing – I really don't – I wouldn't have to produce one other recipe for the next five years probably if I just rehashed everything I've done. Just pick one out. Yeah, just pick one out yeah, a day and, and out, make it. Take a better photo now that my photography is <laughs> a little bit better. Um, maybe actually put a recipe card. That's the other thing, too, is that since my blog is so old, um, there's a, a recipe card widgets or plugins. So over the years, some of those plugins have just gone away. Like a couple of weeks ago, somebody's like, I, I, do you have the recipe for your turkey burger? You know, there was a, and I said, oh, yeah. So I sent her the link and she goes, yeah. She's like, but I need the recipe. And I was like, here's the link, you know, and it was the, the plugin was gone. So luckily Grace, um, I don't know if you follow her. Um, she said there's something called the Wayback machine and you could put an old URL, any URL, and it'll find okay. it when it was first posted. So I've had to do that so many times. And then I'll say, it'll look exactly like my blog was in 2016, same header, same anything. It's just like a, a, a like a flashback. And then I could find oh, the recipe. Funny. I'll take a screenshot of that and then have to do a new recipe card. It's like this whole big thing. Every once in a while, um, I find my old um, podcasts weren't even a thing. Then I was on the radio and we had my old radio show and looking at this website, I thought like when I made it, it was revolutionary. It was like the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And like the pictures are so grainy. <laughs> it's, it's the, the worst website ever. And it was like, it wasn't like just like um, the name of the show was called the hammerhead. So it wasn't like the hammerheads.com. It was like tripod dash three slashes five seven nine two five. It was like this whole long, and we actually put that on the flyers. I remember, like we had the flyers, like visit the website at and this oh this website because it wasn't even like a domain name at the time. And I, every once in a while, I'll go back and look at it, and it's just it's the worst thing ever. I'm like, okay, thank God I've actually graduated to to something that looks somewhat professional. Yes, but I didn't know about the wayback machine. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's archive.org is the, is the um, actual website. But yeah, it, it's helped me out a lot because I'm like, I don't remember. It's like, I don't, I used to write everything down and then, but I was like, oh, once that's on the blog, I don't have to worry about it. It's like, it's there. It's got a, a home. Never thought my, you know, that after a while stuff wouldn't be there. So well, it's all good. You have like over 2000 backlog recipes. I look, I see this stuff you posted every day. Like, where does this inspiration come from? Like, do you just see like something somebody makes? And you're like, I'm going to make a healthier version of that. Or is it like you actually think um, about it sometimes, before? Or a lot of time it's, it's like, I pretend I'm chopped on that show on food network. Cause I, there's sometimes like there's some weeks I don't go grocery shopping. Cause I know I have food in my house to yeah. eat you now. And it's like, why am I, especially like after a holiday weekend, like after mother's day, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do that. So then I'll just say, okay, pull something out of the freezer, pull something out of the pantry and like, and then just like make something, <laughs> you know, and just, try it. And I'll, sometimes it tastes like ass. And yeah. I, I get that. But I, as I've gotten better and more confident in my kitchen, less and less stuff tastes like ass and more stuff is like perfect. Cause I, I like when I start to write a recipe, 
Um, I write it down first and I kind of envision what it's, what I think it's going to look like. And then when it turns out like the first time, I'm just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I close my eyes and everyone's like, it's a telltale sign if you like it. If I close my eyes when I'm tasting something, I've had people unfollow me because I taste food on Instagram. I was like, then what? you're not my people. So that's okay. Yeah. Oh, but people unfollow for the stupidest reason. I mean, if they're going to follow, unfollow that, go. Like seriously, go. Well, that's, the, that my, that's like what my one criticism is that if, if somebody like over this week, weekend, somebody was telling me, I was talking about these pancakes that I got off a of Thrive Market that were had healthy ingredients and stuff like that. They were just high in calories, like 300 calories for three pancakes. And while it was 300 calories in my head, I'm like, that's not bad for breakfast. You know, 300 calories, it would, no. ended up being like 13 points on Dub Dub. So I was like making the correlation. I was like, it's I'm going to eat the pancakes. doesn't really matter. <laughs> and then somebody, there was three people. It, ha, it seems to happen like in, in threes, like, um, like p- saying to, like negative things. And the, but this one woman said that, She's like, well, I, you know, I know the reason you're, you're fat is because you eat pancakes. You can't eat pancakes. First of all, you're diabetic, so you shouldn't be eating that. Anyway, it was just a whole big thing. And then a couple other followed that. I was just like, just don't. If I don't like it, just don't. I'm not asking for your advice. I was just like making a statement. You well, know? they're like, always, you know, they know everything. That's why you go. They they look like, you know, they're, they're perfect and everything's perfect in their world. And, you know, everything, yeah. they mm-hmm. can comment on other people. I mean, I get it, too. Like. Um, I get my cigar smoking. I get comments all the time. People like to yeah. break my balls about it and I don't drink. I, I don't do anything else. That's my vice. And yeah, I, I go to their page and I actually wrote back to somebody. I said, you know, it's funny that you're commenting about my cigar smoking and what it is. I said, but I go to your page and every picture you're drinking the liquor store. I mean, I don't really think you want to compare and I got blocked, but whatever. Yeah. It's I, okay. Yeah. To people, each his own. You know, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, if, if there's so many people out there, um, I don't know, but the, the the overwhelming support I have on my page and everything is far outweighs the the few assholes a week that you know try Absolutely. to bring me down. But it's 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 yesterday just happened to be a, a perfect storm because I was cleaning <laughs> my basement and then um, I found a bag of my husband's clothes that he took. That was the last outfit he wore before he brought him home for a hospice, and I'd forgotten it was in the basement. And I was like, oh my god. And then I had to do a Zoom with his family yesterday. And it was just like, and it was just at like three o'clock. I was like, I'm done. For, I'm not going to story. I grilled amazing food last night. And then no one's going to see it, <laughs> you know, just because I was being all, all bitchy and stuff. But I was like, and then today I was like, just get your head together. It's fine. It's okay. Don't let these people no, bring you, you down. Because, yeah. And I usually have a thick skin. So usually that shit doesn't bother me. But but that's, I think, why people, why you have so many followers, because you're very real and authentic that people can spot fakeness and you know you're, you're you're not doing this because you want you know you, you do this because you love doing it and it comes yeah. it comes across you know there are Absolutely. people that, that do this because they want to try to become famous or whatever and you know and i think it's some, sometimes one of the reasons why i lose followers because i'm honest and i don't placate to what people want to put me in like a little box and, and everything yeah people have been following me because i um i don't wear bra like sometimes <laughs> and i was like what it really i was like you're welcome is what you should be saying but i'm not wearing one <laughs> but <laughs> whatever um and then oh, one time like maybe th- maybe three years ago um i was doing a um instagram story and i didn't realize i i had the camera like down here and i was showing how to roll out dough not realizing i was wearing like, a tank top that was totally see-through so like after a half hour my daughter texted me she's like hey mom she's like everyone can totally see your tits right now and i was like oh man i was like well, that's okay I'm like it'll go away in 23 hours you know just 23 more hours <laughs> yeah fine <laughs> never no one cares. Oh, but I did have um, 
obviously, you know, I swear. Yes. So I had um, one of my mugs I have just says for fuck's sake, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just I do a little coffee cup and um, a woman just totally brought me down. She's like, you know, at first she said I was unladylike for using that word. I was like, OK, what year is it? You know, I was unladylike. <laughs> Um, but she reached out to brands that I worked with saying, do you know that this woman has used foul language and would you, are you, do you want to continue to work with her? I was like, wow, that's going above and beyond. And yeah, really? the people who, who the brands I work for, they know who I am. They, they've come to me. They know how, I mean, I, I don't swear when I do stuff for, for brands, you know, and actually in one of the contracts I did say, it says, um, as a reminder, you cannot use the F word <laughs> when talking about our product. I was like, I know I'm not going to do that. But for for somebody to go that that great lengths and and they the brands who they they she reached out to they responded to her and said, well we really like the quirkiness that Biz has so if you, we um, encourage you to unfollow her if you don't you're like, <laughs> but what, we're still going to continue to work with her like what what kind of people like you have nothing else going on in your day that you have right? to, like you're trying to lose yeah. people money like you know, people don't realize that like you know that's the whole as a comedian I I deal with this all the time as far as like the whole like cancel culture thing but like you know people don't realize like you know you're you're trying to cost somebody their livelihood in a way like you know and we, we learned this in kindergarten don't tattle on people yeah like why no and one likes tattletale no one wants a tattletale yep like, exactly there's worse things in the world you could be doing than just dropping an occasional f bomb once in a while i mean it's not the exactly. But until I had this woman, she's like, "Oh, my seven-year-old son loves what he he calls a biz TV. And every night before he goes to bed, he wants biz TV. The more dots at the top, the happier he is." And I was like, "God, I'm like, I didn't realize kids were gonna like watch this, yeah, you know." And I said, "I'll I'll probably have to watch my language." And she's like, "No, that's his favorite part." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's like, oh, she swore. <laughs> well, as a kid, I remember when I heard like in a movie or a TV show or something, it was like, oh like the, it was the, the greatest yeah. thing ever. But like, I had a I had a comedian on once, and he was dropping. He like every other word was it was MF or this and that, whatever. And I put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. I said, "Listen, very explicit language, but you have to listen to the message. The story's really good." And I had somebody DM me saying, I know you're going to delete that podcast because, you know, my I was listening with my son. I said, well, don't listen to me, son. I said, I put a warning on it. It was explicit language. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, I would never, ever, ever as first somebody as as a comedian, I would never take away somebody's freedom of speech and what they wanted to say on, on a podcast or, or anything else. And again, it makes you who you are. So, I mean, yeah, have a couple of bombs with your pancakes. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. It tastes better okay. that way. <laughs> So is is the pizza the favorite thing to make? That's the hands down the, the favorite thing to make? Or do you like, is there something else that people don't really know you for that like you, that's like you really well, want to get out I there? I love beef. So okay. I love my beef. So I love grilling and stuff like that. I love to, teaching people how to um, not mess it up, you know, because that, that used to be me in the beginning. Yes. Like I, you know, like I would buy like, I remember we, we my husband and I bought like a $60 brisket after we came back from Texas like eight years ago. And it was like sixty dollars. I was like, "Oh, well, that's a lot of money," you know. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. It, it was horrible. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. We didn't. He. We had too much smoke. It was, and I was like, "I'm never gonna do that again." So I, I learned. You know, I was like, "You, you just," and that's trial and error. You know, you just keep on trying until you get it right. It took me and, so long to get my temperatures right. It took me so. Now, long. Do you, have, yeah. do you use a thermometer? That's the. That's my. That's my. I have to. Um. What depends what I'm doing. If I'm smoking something, yes, I use a thermometer. If I'm just making okay. steak, like I'm gonna like. Just make... Oh yeah, for 
yeah, flipping over. That's steak. that's yeah. old feel. But if I'm yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm smoking something, because I, I I don't use a smoker. I use my Weber kettle. I turn it into a smoker. So yes. I mm-hmm. have to keep constantly monitor the, the temperature and, and make sure, yeah. you know, it's not going too hot, too, too cold. And um, yeah. so, yeah, I do use a thermometer. My, my brother takes us like the next level. He's got um, a pit barrel smoker. I have that too. You have that. Yeah. And he's like obsessed with like, he's in the pit barrel groups and. Um, oh my gosh. Do he should, does he have barbecue gloves by any chance? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's got the glove. He's got. He bought every accessory. We got him this for Father's Day last year. Okay. And he went on Amazon one night and bought Every single excess. He's even got like the the bottle opener on it. Oh my god! He bought a New York Giants bottle opener that goes on it, so he can open his beers on the pit barrel. He's got oh my gosh. everything, and he's made everything from tomahawk steaks to um, bologna. He smoked bologna in there. Oh, nice! Yeah, Which, I've done um, pork shoulders in there. I've done tomahawk steaks too. But the problem with the pork shoulders is that they get so tender. Yeah. Like you got the hooks and then trying to get it off while not trying to burn yourself. Um, <laughs> I once had a pork shoulder fall right into the coals and I was oh. like, not today. And I was like, how am I to get this out? Like it's all the way down there, you know? <laughs> and so um, for my son-in-law um, for Christmas, I got him some barbecue gloves and I was like, I'm getting a pair for myself as well. They go up to 700 degrees. So like I can actually... I could touch the coals if I wanted to pick them up, move yeah, them around. He's, he's um, got the gloves, especially because and... it's like I mean I'm short, but I mean it's putting your hand down there. It's like it's hot, you know. Well, yeah, and it's then fire. To... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but I've hung ribs on it. Um, done whole chickens, and he made really uh, he made meatloaf, and he made a Cajun meatloaf with andouille sausage. Oh, nice! One of the greatest things I ever had. Um, he made re- recently, which was my top five. He did um, chicken. Uh, that came out chicken thighs. He he put like a breading on them, and it came out like fried chicken in the smoker. Oh wow! Like I don't know. I he got the recipe from his pip. He belongs to his pip owl group. He gets all these recipes from there, and I it, enjoy that. It had the crispiness of the chicken, but like the tenderness inside of like a smoked piece of meat, and it was it was absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a. Uh, that's like you know his his toy now. He goes looks up different things to do. Yeah, so I just got a gas grill. I'm, I have a kettle grill like you. Um, yeah. I got the pit barrel, but then I just want it, since it's just myself now, I just want a gas for like the convenience of like doing one steak. Yeah. And like, am I going to light the grill, you know, the Weber for like one steak and a I piece do. of corn? You know, I could, <laughs> but you know, come on. And I had reached out to some of the bigger barbecue people and it's like, hey, you know, I was like, I'm thinking of getting a gas grill. Do you have any recommendations? And as soon as I said gas grill, they're like, oh, well, you don't, you're not, really a, gr- a barbecue if you have to use gas and like it's only lump charcoal uh. I was like oh my god i was like forget it <laughs> so at luck i mean i just did a little bit of research and the uh, it's a weber um i don't know what it's called but at, anyway my local ace hardware had the cheapest price of any place online and then they installed they assembled it they put it together for you it. yep yep and dropped it right in the spot on my back patio so i was like thank you and my brother's had his weber propane one for i think over 10 years um Oh, yeah, people were saying that this is a great brand. I mean, it had like 20,000 reviews online and everyone was giving it like, you know, 4.8 out of five stars. Yeah, because he says like when the kids are hungry, he's got to cook. Like it's not like he can't get charcoal ready and, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not like on a Saturday afternoon where you're like, hey, let's light the grill at four. We'll put the, you know, have a couple of drinks and, you know, put the meat on at five. It's like, no, we just want it now. Lots of sometimes like I love to grill. And I love the whole process of like, you know, getting the coals ready, like that whole thing. But like. It is sometimes I'm like, well, I'm pressed for time. I'll just make it like, you know, I'll make it a steak. I'll just do it in, in my, my skillet on the stove um, yeah. because I, I it's the whole process of getting the coals ready. Then get it and get it cleaned up. And it's just 
So if I had a gas grill, but I do love that whole charcoal taste and everything. So I guess. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And like on the weekends, I'll I'll do. I won't even turn on the gas grill because I've got time, and I'll just like in it just you know do like yesterday while well, I did the the chuck roast on on the gas grill, but I'll do like you know a whole bunch of chicken thighs for the week, and just when you reheat it, it just gets that you know got a taste, taste on it. Well, that's what I do. I like but, I make all my my food prep for the week on it. I'll just make I'll just grill everything. Yeah. So do you undercook your meat for the week? No, I, I, I'm always nervous okay. about that. I know, but you will always heat it enough. Like when the second time around, unless yeah. you're going to eat it like in a chicken salad or sliced chicken for a salad. That's the number one thing when people meal prep for meat is to cook it to perfection the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause then the next time you're like, Oh, I'm going to have chicken fried rice. Yeah. You're cooking the chicken again. It's always going to taste like ass. So just undercook it by like 20%. And you'll see when you cut it, can and do it and it's still a little bit raw in the middle. Don't worry about it because just any like five minutes of cooking time is really how close you will be. Really? To right, be I'm nervous yeah. now. I, it, it, it's always worked for me. Well, I'll take your word for it then. Okay. Cause obviously, you know, you know more I than I do. And then you'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I like biz. I got salmonella um, from your chicken recipe. <laughs> he told me not yeah. to cook my chicken and, and I'm like, <laughs> Well, Anthony, you did, did you eat it right away or did you reheat it? I'm like, no, I, I just ate it. I didn't get confused. I was very confused what was going well, on out there. When my son-in-law and my daughter live with me, Hannah wouldn't eat left meat, but my, my son-in-law would. But, and I'd have to put on there, this is not fully cooked because he would just, you know, go just to just to be on the safe side. I wouldn't care if he ate it. Yeah. But it's just like, just, just, just to take it out it. and eat it. Yeah. Because he, like, he likes um, cold steak and cold um Steak doesn't matter. That could be quivering and the thing, but chicken, obviously. I was like, don't, don't eat there. So heat it up if you want to eat it. Well, steak, I don't, I don't meal prep for like that. If I eat it, it's no. off the grill, and I eat it then because it just you reheat it. It's never the same. Yeah. Well, that's when I did the chuck roast yesterday. So I did some medium. Um, and most people think you can't grill a chuck roast because they're like this be like crack pot or something. Yeah. But. If it's between, if you take it off the grill at like 120, that's the sweet spot of it tasting just like a ribeye steak. Really? So I I bought a pound and a half chuck roast yesterday for $4.97 and it tasted just as a, a, any ribeye out there. So good. But for me, I will have the leftovers, some things. I'll just chop it up and put it into tacos. Um, I'll make a, a, a beef and potato egg hash for breakfast. So I kind of morph leftover grilled meat okay. for myself and other things. Now, do you have, do you ever have any idea uh, plans of opening up a restaurant? Like with all these ideas and, and or like a food service thing where you like you ship. No. And here's the reason why two things. One is that you need about a $2 million in the bank before you even open a restaurant. Oh, okay. So that goes and back. if you even want a food truck, you're looking at like $250,000. Um, the, the hoops you have to jump through, for food safety and then people getting upset about having a food truck near a uh, brick and mortar restaurant. You have to be so far away so that you're not, but I I never understood that. So if I have a food truck and there's like a a really good restaurant right here and I want to go to that restaurant, I'm not going to see a food truck and be like, Oh, let's go here instead and stand on the corner and eat, you know, (laughs) like I've never understood that logic. Um, and then in the state of Illinois, um, even if I was to do catering, um, you can't cook it out of your, out of your own kitchen. You have to order, you have to, Are you serious? Um, no. Yeah. So you have to cook in a commercial chick, a kitchen and in order to make that affordable, so that I'm actually making a profit, I, the hours that I could use that kitchen is 11 AM to 6 AM in the morning. So yeah, it's well, a lot. So it's, yeah, it's, so that, that, there, there goes that. Uh, 
I was like, yeah, even if I wanted to do my sauces in a in a um, in a farmer's market or something like that, I would still have to use a commercial kitchen. And by the time I factor in that cost and everything, I'd be making like a quarter a jar. And you know, I was like, that's really not. That's crazy. You can't make time. something in your house and sell it. But like Michigan or Indiana, all you do yeah. have, have to do is put a sticker on it that says this was made in a home kitchen. That's all you need. <laughs> and then people can decide to buy it or not. I think that adds to it, too. Like it's homemade. Like that's a whole yeah, that's you a think. selling point. Yeah. But wow, Illinois state of Illinois. Like God. Crazy. Crushing my dreams here. No. Yeah. I, I, was, I was I'm like, I wonder why you, like, you never went to like, you know, tried that area. Like as far as like doing like, like meal prep, like stuff like where, you know, make like packaged meals. Or, like I, we, I see it here, but maybe that's. I don't know what the law is in New York. I mean, maybe it's the same thing. Because I toyed with that idea, too. Like, you know, maybe just, like, doing, like, making a bunch of things and selling it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I have done that on a really small scale. Like, yeah. especially, um, like, from people at Weight Watcher meetings. Like, I would sell meals out of the, the trunk of my car after, you know, meetings and stuff like that. But then that got to be um, not fun because it it was almost like I had to cater to too many people's yes. tastes. You know, instead of just like, here's what I'm making. You know, if you want to buy it, that's fine. If not, I don't. And like, you know, there's no onions like, in this. I like onions in, in this. <laughs> yeah, where's wait, where's the onions? <laughs> where's the where's the onions in the French onion soup? I, I need. <laughs> oh my god! I came home from work, work like maybe a year and a half ago, and the whole house stunk of onions. And I was like, what is happening? And so my daughter was actually making French onion soup it's in the, the crock pot, and she had to use like six giant onions and. Like she had two huge log lodge cast iron skillets just full of onions. She's like, I was hoping to get in the crack pot before <laughs> you, you. And I was like, it's the house stunk of onions for three days. Like every time I opened my bedroom door, I was like, oh my god, it's like it just smells like onions. So have you ever? You see, you're missing out on French onion soup, which is is the greatest, one of the greatest things I'll ever. I'll eat the cheese bread on top. I'll eat, I'll even maybe sip the beef broth. Okay, not the onion part. Even caramelized onions, you can't. You want to do the, I, I get it though, because I don't like. Like I said before, the seafood, I, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, exactly. Have you, you ever know, been tricked? You know everything, huh? Ever been tricked into eating onions? Um, I don't think so. Like my mom growing up, I mean, I would complain about it, and my brother, everyone in my family likes onions, but me. So every okay. she loves them. Um, <laughs> and I would just like try to pick them out, and I was just like, you can't taste them, you know. So just eat it. And I was like, if I can't, like, why are you putting it in there if I can't? If it doesn't taste like anything, just yeah. leave it out altogether. I, I, I got into eating vegetables probably about the same way you kind of did. Like just by like, I was never a big vegetable eater. And then one day I tried it and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, I Really, when I first started doing WW back when I was like 23, um, I was like, well, I got to I gotta eat them. And my mom would make them like a certain way, like, you know, started introducing certain things. And I don't know, the more I tried, the more I liked. And I, I can't imagine not eating them now, which as a kid, I never... Whatever. Oh, same. That. Like if I if I don't have like like fresh spinach or like peppers spinach. or something like that or zucchini, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go stack up. Like I have no vegetables. Like even kale. Like I eat kale now, which I never thought I would. My sister in law makes a kale Caesar salad that is out of this world. Um nice. Yeah. So like I'm and I remember like because kale to me was always the garnish we used when I worked in the deli. Oh sure. <laughs> So I, and you're like, why do I want to eat that? I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I mean, we, again, with the Pam, we sprayed everything with Pam in the deli. That's, what, that's how we made everything look nice. We just sprayed it everything shiny. Everything was shiny. It was just, we, I actually slipped once on the floor because I it was, I was, Put I was, too much Pam. well, I was, I was making catering for the day and I'm spraying everything down and I slipped on the, the floor was covered with it. Oh my gosh. That's how we made things shiny in the deli. We just used Pam. <laughs> yep. The secret's out. So if anybody was at King Colin from, 
99 from like 98 to 2007 <laughs> there was pam all over your catering there really there was no way it didn't get everywhere oh my god that's too funny yeah so are you more team um counting calories or counting points where are you at in your journey right now uh, well at, right now um i'm just sticking to the points because uh i, I it's it's been it's been hard for me the last um few months and I was doing both. Well, and I, I know that you were upset that you didn't make the hard 75 and I, I yeah. hope you didn't, you know, spend too much time being upset about that because that, just how far you got was an accomplishment. And I, 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 I'm upset about everything for a while. That's just <laughs> my big baby. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, okay. um, no, and my, my friend, um, Leon, uh, I'm Gucci and you're not, if you follow him on Instagram, he actually finished the 75 on challenge and he did great. He lost 35 pounds during that time. And, wow. um, my, my friend, my friend, John Ziegler, who's been on the show before he's a comedian, but he's also a personal trainer. He told me I was going to hurt myself doing this. And he was right. And like, like when I would train for the fight, when I want to do the 5k, he goes, you're going to hurt yourself training for this. I'm like, no, nah, I think I can do it. I hurt myself training for it. Yeah. Um, but no, like I, that I was doing both and I, like right now I'm just, I'm just really trying to get like back focused to where I was like, so I'm going back to basics. I'm just going to do the points for a little while. Then I'm going to bring back calorie counting, but I do think it's important to track calories, uh, mm -hmm. especially on WW, uh, from people like, like guys like me who have a lot to lose and are bigger guys, you know, I get a lot of points and if you eat that amount of points, it's too many calories. So that's yeah. where I, I I wish I really do that and I hope maybe one day they do it. They really incorporate it more into the point scheme where like it's you get a point target and calorie and it's kind of like like with a warranty. It's either like two years or 2000, whatever, that kind yeah, of thing. I get that. Like even for me, like even now I'm still like 45 pounds from goal and my I'm still at the lowest amount of points on any, no matter what. So yeah. if I, I mean, I'm in purple, so I get 16 points a day. Can you imagine eating 16 points a day? No, I mean, I eat that like for breakfast. Like little, yeah, I, I know. And that's that was that was messing up with my head because I'm like, and I knew, I understand the points. I understand how it works. They're steering you. And I don't eat processed food. Yeah, well, I that's don't. the thing. I'm, I'm trying to eat. I got into the habit of eating a lot of processed because of low fat, fat free. And this time around, I remember something my old, my old leader, Lisa, said was like, eat, if you like cheddar, eat real cheddar cheese. Like, yes. Yeah, don't eat like the processed stuff. Like, use your points that way instead of just eating, eating, eating. Just no, eat more point value food. Agree, because if you are always searching for that thing to eat, you know, and and you're not giving it that to yourself, you're gonna keep you're gonna eat fifteen points just yeah. trying to satiate what it is. And that's kind of why I like the people eating pizza because like they look forward to it, they feel happy that they ate it, they don't feel guilty about no. it, and can just move on, you know. Um, so yeah, that's the struggle bus I'm on at the moment. It's just like trying to figure out. And then what happens is at the end of the day, I'll like look at the totals and I'm, I usually don't snack because I have to take a shot every time I eat. So I'm like, okay. I'm already taking four, four shots a day. Do I want to take two more to have snacks in, in between? So my meals are pretty sizable and, um, I'll get to dinner or after dinner. I'll look at, I'm like, I'm at 950 calories and I've already eaten three meals. So then I'm like, okay, well then have a glass of wine, you know, maybe have, you know, a handful of nuts and that yeah. handful of nuts turns into, you know, whatever. And it's just, that's, it's like, I'm on the same hamster wheel over and over. I mean, I'm, I'm still probably 22 pounds 
from my highest, but I mean, I, my sister, and I both lost 70 pounds and I kept it off for years and years. And then just when my husband got sick, that, that just, you know, his needs became before mine, but yeah. I can't use that as an excuse anymore. I have no children. I, at home, I'm like, I have zero excuse and I work for myself. So my time is, is what I make of it. So I just have to t- just, like you said, just kind of get back to basics. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to do now is just get back to the basics. And like, I, 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 you know, it's like weird. Like I, 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 I see people on Instagram, like, you know, and you know, um, some struggle for years and they get back on, you know, they're back on. And my struggles are since like November. Um, I've been like, you know, back and forth, like playing with the same, like 10, 15 pounds. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm just like, I, I said to myself, like, you know, what? I'm just, I'm done. Like, I just need to just stop and just, mm-hmm. this is it. Like, just do it. Like, you know, my, my cousin Joe's funny. Like, you know, ever like I, if I go like off the rails or something, he's like, you've eaten everything already. He goes, what, what's new? Like, what do you, what do you eat? That's new. He's like, it's like, if I haven't eaten it, you know what it is? Like, just stop eating you know it. How it tastes? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you, you know, know what it is? Yeah. Does he have cake? You know what cake is? Like, what do you got to eat it for? You know what it, it is. makes sense yeah. that way a little bit, but like in the, in the moment, you're like, no, no, I need to eat this. Like it's, it's, it's yeah, delicious. exactly. Like somebody's handing me a plate with it, so I don't want to be rude. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be very nice, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the cake. Yes. Well, Biz, I want to thank you so much for for joining me today on on this podcast. I had a blast, and I can't believe the hour went by already. I know um, that went by super fast. Went by super fast, and I hope you'll come on again sometime. Absolutely, anytime. And maybe I'm gonna try. I'm really gonna try. All right. Okay. The next time I'm on, I'm going to give you like a week's advance to say, have you made it yet? And if I, you haven't, I want to try to make it this back. weekend. Like I, I want to try to okay. get, I'm going to try to make it this weekend. I, I I'm going to, I got to do a lot of grilling this weekend. I'm going to give you my telephone number. To, if you need assistance, we can FaceTime and I can walk you through it. That's I, you how know what? I am. <laughs> I'm honored, <laughs> you know, to get that. But again, thank you so much. And please follow biz on Instagram, my busy kitchen. Get the cookbook. No excuses like me. If you have, just make it, just make the food. <laughs> I'm, I promise. Next time we talk, I I will have, okay. I will have the uh, the the pizza dough made. And once Perfect. again, thank, thank you, you so much, much, Biz, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much. And on Instagram, that's right, Instagram at Comic Anthony D. The podcast will be live every Monday, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but it's always available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love sharing it, love posting it on social media. I did it today for Motivation Monday, so definitely get those five-star rate and reviews in. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. You can find it on iTunes. My best friend Nick wrote this song. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. You can also find them at demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. I don't know if it's the best sandwich. Um, It's got avocado. I don't eat avocado. But everybody tells me that's good, so definitely go check that out. Anyway, once again, thank you so much for joining me for episode 173. I'll talk to everybody next week. Have a great one.